Wednesday, Truma, Sheer 587. We are continuing our story. And the the um, the Pasuk says, we're in Perak Yud Gimel Pasuk Chaf Aleph, so we had a nevuah that came to the Navi Sheker, and he called to the Ishalikim that came from Yehuda saying, Since you rebelled against the Rabbi and you didn't guard the mitzvah, the Benishlam was mitzavi, and I really to the Gazach if you think about it. Because Merida is a very serious, serious, um, serious term to refer to uh, an action that he did. He was Mayrid Marisa, Russian of Merida. He was Mayrid. And then he ends off, You didn't guard the mitzvah. You, go, you don't go from the worst to the best. You go from the best to the worst. So you start off, And you were Mayrid. Right, you start off that, that he was married, Marisa Piyashem. And then afterwards he says, you were in Shemer. The Rabbi Shalom's words. L'chaira, you don't go from worst, from more serious to less serious. L'chaira should be the opposite. V'aid, it's a little bit of a steer. Was he just not Shemer or was he married? So there's a big yesaid, and we say in davening, Averis are called Avainus, Chata'im, and Pshaim. Those are the three terms that we refer to Averis as. Avainus is a mazid, chatam is a shaygig, and a pesha is a meri, a merida. So a pesha is considered a merida. Now really, pshia, for Abdavid, who's a mirtzashem starting meseches, but metzia, he knows that pshia is a lotion of negligence. So it's interesting to say that pshia should be merida if pshia is really negligence. It's an interesting term to use the term pesha. On a merida, if it's not really a merida, it's really a negligence. And the answer is, especially over here, we're dealing with a navi. If he's not guarding the mitzvah that the Rabbani Shalom gave him, then that's essentially a merida. For a person of his caliber, you know, if you have something that you know is important to the king and you don't take care of it, so essentially you're being merid. It happens to be a pshia, but it happens to be that you were negligent or you weren't shamer the mitzvah, like the Pasuk says. But for such an individual not to be shame of the mitzvah is essentially a merida. And therefore, the Rebbe Shalom calls it a merida. And the explanation of why it's a merida is because leishamart is a mitzvah. You're a peshea, pshia is a merida. When you're dealing with a king, when you're a navi of the Rebbe Shalom, you have to watch your step. You can't just do whatever you want. You make a mistake. It's a merida. Vatasha vateich you, you went and you ate bread and you drank wine where I told you not to. I'll take halacham, I'll take I told you not to drink. Your nevela will not come el kever avesecha. Now he didn't say he's going to get killed. But it, your nevela won't come, meaning eventually he's going to get killed, which we'll see on the way home he got killed. But it won't come el kever avesecha. Why? Because... There's a certain Messiah that we have. The reason why the Ben Shalom didn't want that he should eat bread and water is because the people of the Aser Sashvatim were bad hashpa. Since he had, so to speak, that bad hashpa, the Einish is that he can't come back to cover Avisecha, so to speak, and he will be buried over there. 
And the Malbam asks why we have a concept of Shluchim Mitzvah Einim Nizaykim. How does such a thing happen? It was a Shleich Mitzvah. So he explains that he has a Shtikal Tayyar, that the reason why he was over is because he held the Shlichas was over. He thought he wasn't a Shleich Mitzvah anymore, even though the Benisham told him on the way back, as a Shtikal Tayyar, he held it wasn't a Shleich Mitzvah. And therefore, in his mind, it wasn't a Shleich Mitzvah anymore. So therefore, over there, he's not considered a Shleich Mitzvah. Therefore, there's a concept of Shlich Mitzvah and Dizaykim, because he's not a Shleich Mitzvah anymore. But generally speaking, we have a rule that a Shleich Mitzvah is not Genezikt.